All right, back here at the Whittemore Center in Durham, Mike Macnick and John Leahy are with you as the Warriors lead at UNH 3-2 to two here on the road. And uh, with us is the uh, finely dressed Will Rothermel from uh, the Merrimack Athletic Marketing. And uh, well, first of all, Will, uh, it's promotion here. Uh, just before we, we came back on the air, human bowling, uh, something we might see at the Wall Arena someday? Yeah, we could take something away from that for sure, but uh, yeah, no, uh, some high speed. I don't know if we, uh, we have a high jump there like that laying around, but maybe with track starting at Merrimack, we, uh, we'll have one of those around so we can uh, try one, a promotion like that someday. You know, I remember the first time I think I ever saw that, that I've seen it at a couple of places, that bowling, where they, they have the big bungee cord and they pull somebody back who's on a sled and they slide it for the folks who are listening on the radio and didn't see it. They set up these big uh, blow-up pins where, where the net is down one end of the ice and, and they have that big bungee cord. They stretch it from one side of the ice to the other and pulled it back and, and uh, let the, the kid go on, on the sled and he slid down the ice and had to knock down as many pins as possible. But the first time I remembered seeing it was at Northeastern a few years ago and, uh, and at that time they didn't have any padding behind the net. So <laughs> so they let the guy... Well, so they let the guy I go right, and he comes all the way down the ice, and I think you know he took out a few of the pins, but he ends up. I don't think he was wearing a helmet either, and he ends up <laughs> crashing into the boards behind the net, and they they had to have a couple people come out to help him off the ice. And I said, now this is a great promotion. You could win, or you might die. <laughs> yeah, it depends how you look at it. It's, it's uh, good entertainment for the fans, maybe, but maybe not so much for the participants. Yeah, I think it was after that they say they made helmet use mandatory and added that that padding back there. But uh, tell us what's coming up. I know tomorrow night's game is a sellout. There's two more home games left of the season. Uh, uh, what's up in the way of, uh, well, first of all, how folks can get tickets and also uh, what's coming up in the way of promotions? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. We had our, uh, our first pre-sale sellout uh, for tomorrow night's game and sold out on Thursday, our sixth sellout of the year. So uh, we're very excited about that, just having a packed house. Uh, we're doing rally towel night. Uh, TSR is helping us out with that. So should be uh, rally towels everywhere in Lawler Arena. Uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about it, just knowing that the fans will be there and we're, we're sure that our students will come out in full force like they, they've done all year and I mean, just make for a, a great home ice advantage, as you well know. Yeah, you know, I remember last year, you know, the students were coming out uh, several hundred, about 500 or so a game, and, and now this year you've hit six, even 700 at times, uh, uh, and we, we've talked about it before, but when you've got the enrollment of 1,800 or 1,900 or so, whatever it is, and you get that many students coming to a game, it's, I mean, you're talking about a third or so of the student body coming, that's, that's or even more, that's impressive. Yeah, it's, it's become quite a following. I mean, the entire school seems to be behind it, and I mean, this week we sold out student tickets, uh, I mean, well over 500 in two hours on Wednesday. So, I mean, it just goes to show the support there and how much the kids enjoy coming to the games and, I mean, how much we enjoy having them, and the players, I think, have rewarded them for that because they've just, they've just been that crutch at home that, I mean, we know we're going to have that advantage when we, when we get to Lawler and the students are there because, I mean, it's, it's just a great atmosphere from start to finish, whether it's uh, just a crowd full of gold or just the noise they're making. It's, it's a great intimate setting, and the, the students really maximize what we have uh, at home. You know, the game tomorrow night is going to be against the, uh, the, the, it's the top opponent coming in for the rest of the regular season, and then the playoffs start, so there will be a best two out of three uh, that weekend. 
in the uh, in the playoffs. I just saw a Merrimack alum down there. Is that the game? It's amazing how much people have really come out to follow this team. But the jerseys popping up. Those gold yeah. jerseys are popping up everywhere. So it's yeah. cool to see. I, I wanted to ask you again. I know it's a little ways away, but uh, you look towards the playoffs and uh, you know possible uh, home ice and, and then also uh, beyond as it may. You know the team may make the NCAA tournament and so on. Uh, I have to think you guys are, are starting to, to bandy around some ideas of things that you might do to try to get people involved and get to the games and help them be able to, to follow this team as, as uh, you know they play what will be their final games at Lawler Arena, hopefully in the first round of the playoffs and then beyond. Yeah, you, you obviously have to have it in the back of your mind. You don't want to jinx the team or get too far ahead of yourself. But, I mean, the way the way the team's playing this year and the way, I mean, they're playing tonight and uh, hopefully tomorrow night, we, we might host a playoff game. So, I mean, you have to kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Um, kind of just have that forward-thinking thought about how to get your student uh, your student body as involved as, as they can, um, just so we can have that home ice advantage should we host and uh, hopefully wrap it up in two games, just uh, do as quickly as we can if, we, if it does happen. Now, how does it work out with the, uh, with, with, uh, when, when is spring break this year? Um, it is, it actually doesn't coincide with our, our playoffs like it does for a lot of schools, so that's, that's a big factor for us. Uh, we'll have our students around. Um, at other schools, they, they have their spring break. I'm not sure exactly the, the week right now, but I, I do know that uh, it's nice to have our students around for that, that tournament time. We're talking with Will Rollin. What's your actual title? I know you work with, obviously, athletic marketing and tickets and so on. Yeah, I'm the athletic marketing coordinator at Merrimack, so I, I work a lot in tickets, uh, sponsorship, uh, over the offseason, um, also the uh, promotions that you see on ice um, during the breaks. But, yeah, can I anywhere, I mean, as many of the Merrimack uh, employees do in the athletic department have a hand in a lot of things that we do. Uh, game day management, helping out with sports info where needed. It's, uh, you wear a lot of hats, obviously, at a smaller uh, program, but yeah, it's, it's great experience. And it's unbelievable what we've been able to do in a, just a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, uh, the you know it helps to have a team that, that that is winning games. People want to come see them play, but but also uh, you want to make it the kind of experience that people enjoy, uh, bring the family to, and so on. I mean, a lot of little things that have happened, the stuff with the Blue Line Club, and, and even just you know adding those doors from the Blue Line Club into the uh, in, in, into the, the seating area really seems to have made a big difference. So a lot of different things coming together. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, right now it's a, a no-brainer that we make uh, the Blue Line Club such a such a focal point uh, because so many uh, alumni and, uh, and boosters just have been great and want to want to support the team. Um, rightfully so. I mean, with the success that Mark has brought into this team, um, it's just it's amazing the support, the outpouring from alumni, and just how proud people are in the community uh, just of this of this program. So, I mean, it's, it was definitely about time to refocus on. I mean, making some of the facilities a little nicer. Obviously, the chairback seating through the arena, but. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, the doors, just the little things. I mean, it, it, it really is a no-brainer uh, when you look at it in hindsight, but just it's become a, a lot more patron-friendly in Lawler as well uh, for the crowds we're bringing in. You know, you mentioned you work in a lot of different areas. I mean, I know last year you working with sports information. You're doing more marketing and, and stuff like that, you know, tickets, administrative type of ticketing and so on. There's a lot of different directions, I guess, that, that you could go from here. Uh, do you have a preference? You know, what do you enjoy doing? Um, I mean, I, I really love the, the marketing side of things, and it's kind of that external part of athletics that I, I've really gained over the last year. And, I mean, I, I love the size of Merrimack and the athletic department. It's really the biggest thing that I like about it. I mean, Sports Info was great. Love working with Brad Davis. Um, Rob Rossi's doing a heck of a job now. I mean, it's, it's 
it's great. Just the size of Merrimack, I, I think it's really, you can't get that in many places where they, they have such a small community feel, but at the same time, a great emphasis on athletics and great pride in their athletics. So, but, I mean, looking forward, um, I mean, the marketing side of things, uh, administrative side, I, I like the external uh, side of college athletics. So, I mean, whether it's whether it is that marketing, um, whatever it might be, uh, I'm excited for it at Merrimack over the next few years. Yeah, it's funny because there's a lot of opportunities out there. I mean, obviously, you know, it'd be great if you stayed at Merrimack, but there's so many teams out there now, the minor league teams in different sports, and, it, you know, it's all about making it family-friendly and having it be an experience. And I mean, I just, it used to be that people, you'd go to, say, a minor league baseball game, and, and that's, uh, you know, it would be the game, and that's still an important part of it. But now you see so many, it's like every half inning, there's a different promotion, a different kind of event going on. And, and, and I know you guys are trying to bring some of that to the game of Merrimack, too. Yeah, it's really about making it an experience uh, for the fans as well, because I mean, they're they're as much a part of the reason for our success as, as the team is a lot of the times, um, especially at home. So, I mean, just to, sometimes it's that incentive to get some fans there who might not normally go. Maybe if it, it takes a free T-shirt or a rally towel. Uh, just, well, you know what it is. I'll tell you. I mean, being a parent now myself, it's that you, you got a, a four-year-old or a two-year-old. You got to keep them interested the whole game. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, right? I'll be honest, right? My my daughter, you know, she loves sports and everything, but she, she has a lot of trouble sitting and watching a game for two and a half hours. Yeah. You have other things that are going on, and she that she hasn't seen before, and she watches it. That you know that keeps her interest, and then the parents as well uh, it makes it a little easier for them to uh, to manage their children in a game too. Certainly, yeah. I mean, it's it's really a performance that you're putting on. It's it's not just the game. It's it's almost as if it's uh, part concert, part uh, part game as well. Because I mean. You have to make sure everything is in sync. Um, you have the, the music, the video boards, all the, all the stuff we have nowadays that really makes the atmosphere what it is. Uh, it just all goes into making the experiences as good for the fans as possible. Um, and then that kind of translates into our team doing well, and it really all feeds back into to the team's success, I believe. What's the, uh, the, the uh, I guess, the feedback that you've gotten this year that, that has made you most proud of and really had you step back and, and say, you know, maybe, maybe somebody came into the office or, or wrote a letter or called and said, hey, this happened and this, and, and you thought about that and you said, wow, we really are going in the right direction. I think the big thing this year, we focused a lot on groups. Um, I think a big push this year has been uh, working with those youth groups, those youth teams, even the, the schools, the Weatherby School over in Lawrence, uh, St. Augustine's in Andover. Um, Joanne Poulin's done a great job over at, at St. Augustine's and Scott Croto over at uh, the Weatherby School. I mean, they just they just just been so appreciative, and you can just tell that the kids just light up. I mean, it's it's coming to the game for a, for a few periods if they can, and then I mean taking a poster home with them. But it's just the stories you hear about after, how they're talking about it in class, how this is kind of their show and tell the next day, and it's just things that I wouldn't usually think of that kind of are cool in the end that you hear about these kids that had such a good experience that I mean might just seem like a game to me, but I mean, it just made a difference for them, and, and their parents love it too, and they're just really gushing about it to me after the fact, so it's, it's, it's a great part of the job just to hear how much people are appreciative and how much they just enjoy the atmosphere. You know, one of the things I've heard from a few people, Renee Rancourt, they love Renee, and, and when we talked to Renee when he was there, when we talked to him a couple of weeks ago, we said, well, how did this come about? And he said, well, Rollamo gave me a call, so you deserve a pat on the back for that one. That is one of the, the greatest moves I've seen, not in many years, not only at Merrimack, but all in college hockey. I don't know how anybody hadn't thought of that before to get Renee Rancourt to sing for them. No, he's, he's an incredible guy. As you know, he's a, quite the character. And uh, Did you know him before? No, I didn't. I just kind of called him on a whim. I did some research on uh, the Boston Bruins website and somehow I got hooked up with his, his cell phone number and uh, just like that we were uh, 
I don't know, we were good friends after that. He'd, I mean, <laughs> whatever I'd call up, he'd sing to me on the phone, I mean, as he does in every conversation with you, but, I mean, he's, he's just a character, and he's a great guy to have around, because he just, he just makes it a fun environment, and, I mean, people know him, and it just kind of adds to the atmosphere of the, the game day, and, I mean, people whispering, hey, isn't that Renee Rangler? I mean, it's, besides his great singing and stuff like that, it, it brings a, kind of a professional feel to the, the game uh, on game day. All right, well, that's a great move right there, as I said. So uh, thanks for that, if nothing else, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks a lot, Mike. Great talk. That is Will Rothermel, our guest here. Merrimack leads UNH 3-2 to two after 2.